welcome to the Louisiana Sugarcane News Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Irwin. On July 26th, the Sugarcane News traveled to the LSU Ag Center, St. Mary, Iberia, and Vermilion Parish Sugarcane Field Day. We recorded farmer Lane Blanchard speaking on heat-treating seed cane. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane. When Blair talked to me last year about having a field day here, he asked me, you know, what what we could do to have something different. And uh, I said, well, we're doing a lot of different things, but one thing we're doing a little bit different is uh, we, we do a heat treating program here. And we, we do buy a little bit of clean tech, not a whole lot, but the majority of our crop is all heat-treated cane. So I thought it'd be interesting to see a, a comparison. And, you know, we're not out here to, to bash clean tech or brag on heat-treated cane. We just wanted to get an idea for ourselves to see if maybe we were losing out by not buying uh, cultured seed. So we put this plot in. When we planted this plot, it was, uh, it was wet. Actually, it was real wet. We were trying to get the cane planted because we had the truck had delivered it. So we started on that end of the field with heat-treated cane, and uh, we got to this point right here, from that flag right there to that first flag over there is the cultured seed. And when we got right here, they had planted the cane, and they were in the process of fixing it, and I started covering it, and it started pouring out raining, and we had a mess. So it didn't come out as good as we wanted. And the same thing with this side, it was it was wet when we were planting, so we got. The stand's not great. And when you get past that other flag, we came back after the rain. I don't remember how many days, but you can see the cane is a lot better. There's a lot less gaps. And I think what happened, it was just wet. The, the ground packed. I mean, it was with that when we were planting it. The ground packed up, you know, after that rain, and we didn't get a, a real good stand. The only thing I found with the heat-treated cane versus the, the cultured seed, and I've been watching it for 30 years, you know, we get the seed from the league. We plant it, the following year we cut it, we bring it back to our heat treating box, and then we bring it back to the field. And then we'll go back, so like we planted from the box the first year, the plant cane the following year, we'll go back to that plant cane and bring it back to the box and just continue that rotation throughout the, uh, as long as we keep the variety. But the thing I found, the clean tech versus the, the uh, original seed from the league that's been heat treated, and listen, I don't think there's any yield difference whatsoever. Because, I mean, we're all basically making the same yields. I mean, nobody's doing anybody nobody else. But I found the barrel size was a lot better, bigger. And for whatever reason, I mean, y'all can look at it. In this particular field, it doesn't stand out as much. But if you ride, like at our, our farm in Iberia, where uh, our neighbors have clean tech, I mean, it sticks out like a sore thumb in some places. Why, I don't know. But the leaf... On the original seed from the league, it, it seems to be a lot bigger. The canopy seems to be a little bit bigger. And like I said, the barrel size seems to be bigger with the, the original seed from the league. Whether that translates into yield difference, I, I don't think it does. But one reason I like heat treating, the seed's on my farm. I don't have to call, order seed, get it delivered. The truck brings it. It sits on the ground for a couple of days or the rain stops you. The seed's on our farm. We, we're ready to plant. We go to that seed plot. We cut the seed. So it's just more of a convenience for us. And it seems to be working. I mean, this cane right here behind us is, uh, I don't remember, tell it where you're at. That's third stubble, 540. 
heat-treated seed is probably a fourth progeny came from the from the box. So as you can see, I mean, I don't think there's a a whole lot of difference from either one, but we just thought it'd be interesting for y'all to come out and look at this to see if y'all can see a difference. And that's where we at. But for, there's 24 rows of cultured seed straight out uh, off the truck, and this cane is third progeny from the heat treating box. And on the other side is uh, is second progeny from the heat treating box. Can you explain uh, what temperature and how long you are putting that in that hot water? Yeah. We cook this cane for two hours at 50 degrees Celsius. And when we pull it out, we have a, a, a watering system that we cool it down right away. Because if you leave it in that bundle, it'll keep cooking. And uh, you bring out a good point. We do have stand failures of heat treating. Uh, the 299 variety, since we started heat treating it, every year we've done it, we've had not total stand failures, but we have, I mean, it, it came up gappy. Not to say that the seed is bad. We still use the seed. You know, sometimes it gets grassy because of the gaps, but we still go back and we, we cut that seed again and bring it back. And I've talked to the domains that are still heat treating, and I think uh, the Morgans. And when I talked to them, they said they wasn't having a problem when we first got it. And now, talking to them lately, they're starting to see a problem. So I don't know what what's causing that. Uh, like I said, we've been having that box since 1980. We never really had a big issue with stands. Uh, of course, we pay attention to that real close, uh, but you know there is a possibility of getting a stand failure if you uh, if you cook it too long. So what we did with the 299, we've cut back on the time a little bit, left the temperature the same. Uh, my thought process is, I'd rather overcook it and have a bad stand and have good quality seed than undercook it and waste all your time. So you got to kind of find that happy medium where you want to be. But like I said, uh, I'm not bashing clean tech. I think it's a damn good. I mean, without clean tech in this industry, probably wouldn't be where it's at today. Uh, you know, the league's got their part in this thing. But you know, I've been running the cane office all my life, and you know, when I would get in that heat-treated cane versus that clean tech cane, just with the harvester, you could tell a difference. Like I said, whether they're translated to yield or not, I don't know. Can't answer that question. But just cutting the cane, feeling how the cane, the cane just feels heavier. It's you know, it's, it's a lot more lusher from what I see. The canopy looks bigger it's on certain varieties. Now, this field is hard to tell. I mean, I can tell a difference because, I mean, I'm so used to looking at it, but probably y'all won't be able to tell. But if you look close, the heat-treated cane has got a little bit bigger leaf. The leaves are a little bit wider, and the barrel size is probably a little bit bigger. So, like I said, I think Clean Techs, it's a great program. And, I, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, as we all we all get bigger, these farms get bigger. Quality control gets worse. Uh, it's harder to manage these big farms. Same issue with Clean Tech. I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, I think they they issued some cane from Clean Tech. It was mixed with another variety. I mean, it happens. So, like I said, uh, we we like the heat treating program. We've been doing it for damn near 30 years, and it seems to be working. So, again, guys, if y'all have any questions. Um, when we knew we were coming to St. Mary, uh, and Lane and I started talking, we just thought this was something interesting, something different. We don't have a lot of folks that are still using heat-treated no. uh, themselves, and uh, we just wanted to show you all the difference, let you all know what's out there. Just something different to look at, and uh, let, let the guys who, who are here who are doing it answer any questions you all might have. If not, we'll uh, get, get back on yeah. the buses and the trucks, and we'll go to the next stop. How, how many? 
How much you do a beach variety every year? We try to do about between five and ten acres a year of planted cane. And, uh, you know, that gives us plenty of, you know, every every year when we plant, you know, we, we, we're real close to the box. So, uh, and that's what we've been doing that for. How many boxes you all have to do that? Only one. one box? Yeah, we try to run it about, we used to run it 24 hours a day. But, you know, we get old and we don't want to, we don't want to stay out there all night. So, so we, uh, we try to run it about, you know, 16, 17 hours a day. We'll start at 5 in the morning and just stop about 10 at night. And, uh, like I said, it takes two hours to do a box. So, about every day, day and a half, we got a wagon load. So, when that's done, and we got a transloading system where one guy can do the whole process. We just got to go in the field, load the transfer cart. They bring it to the site. He can unload it, and then like in the afternoon when we stop planting, we'll bring the guys, they'll load all the baskets up. We got like 11 baskets, so that, that'll last the whole day. And then uh, when, after they treat it, he can take them out by himself and put them in the wagon, and when the wagon's full, we bring the tract out to the field and plant it. A 10-hour ten, a ten day, we can do about three-quarters of an acre. Yeah. Plant an acre in a 10-hour day. Laying your de cane before you treat it? We've done that in the past. Uh, the only advantage to that is you can put a lot more cane in the basket. But, I mean, it's labor intense, and it ain't cheap when you got 10 guys out there shucking cane at $10 an hour, to, you know. But you can put more cane in the basket. That's the only advantage to it uh, that I found. Uh, we've, been, we've been, the last two years, hand-loading our baskets, and that enabled us to cut the stalks about 18 to 24 inches taller because with, with hand-loading them, you can, you can square fit them in the, in the basket. And put a lot more. Yeah. And we pull. We don't pull all the shucks off, but we pull a great deal yeah. of them off while we're doing it. And we we'll load a hand planter, a planter eight, and we'll put that under our shop. And in the afternoon, like Lane said, we'll get a bunch of guys, and it takes about an hour, and we'll load ten baskets, and we just keep pushing it, and they grab it off the back and and, and hand place it in it, and it it probably cut for us. We would treat about sixteen days, and it got us down to about ten. You know, days of, of treating. And uh, the electricity savings on those days kind of pushed over the uh, the labor cost by, by those less days, uh, but it put us you know a third less time at the box. You know, having to work. And about I was talking about cost. I think it last year it cost us right at two thousand dollars worth of electricity to heat treat about. I think we did uh, almost ten acres. So. It's not very costly. When we're doing it, yeah. You're only talking about maybe three and a half tons of seed per acre. You know what you're putting when you do that, because there's no extra seed when we do it. How you lapping halfway? Uh, about a quarter. Quarter lap. About a quarter lap. Because when we're doing it, it's more at the mature time of the planting season, so we're able to cut more in the heart of the cane and really get some hard, mature joints. To where lapping it a far lap wasn't as critical. Are y'all going through different varieties no. or is always... What's that? Any varieties in particular? Blair asked a question about varieties. We try to heat treat every variety as they come from the league. Like I said, we'll plant them from the league. And then the following year when we when we, we got the seeds out, we'll go back to that same that, that first year stubble and we'll cut that first year stubble and bring it back to the box and start, start that process from there and continue it until we, we lose the variety. Uh, you, know, you know, we might have a rod that it comes out. We would heat treat it, like for instance, uh, 283. We got the variety in. The off types came in. We were leery, so we didn't we didn't heat treat it because we figured we wasn't gonna plant it anymore. So we 
we phased out of that variety and then we had a one field left it was fifth year stubble and everybody was I mean the cane was really good fifth year stubble is still produced over over 30 tons to the acre so we cut we went back to that fifth year stubble we cut some for seed we brought it back to the heat treatment box and we just starting that process again last year we started that so but this will be our second third planting from that seed cane so like I said if, if it's a major variety that's doing well for us we will you know we hard on it we we heat treat it every year if it's a variety that doesn't look promising you know we won't spend a whole lot of time doing it it depends on the texture you saw maybe down the river a variety may not be good and may be good for us on this absolutely area. yeah yeah on this particular farm right here this is a silt loan saw I mean we grew 321 here I'll tell you all the story this was in soybeans for probably about 10 years the farmers that were farming this before we took this over they went out the land kind of sat out the lanies came here planted soybeans here for about 10 years and we put it in sugarcane that was back when 321 was in a major variety and this land grew so the cane so good back in the whole stock days we couldn't cut it we had to burn it stand and cut it that's how, how much the cane grew here so this this is some real fertile land y'all looking at right here probably some of the best land on by yourself was right here where you're standing uh but so back to that soil nutrient we're gonna talk more about that later but i think it's very important that we pay a lot of attention to soil uh nutrients and and cover crops and stuff like that because like i said this land was in soybeans for about 10 years continuous and we put this in the sugar cane we were making 60 ton yields back in the early 80s right here so there is something to be said for soil soil nutrients and all that soil health any more questions y'all can feel free to walk in the rows dig some johnson grass while y'all in there some raw grass and uh make sure y'all put it in your truck and get it out of here and uh, Blair, what else? No, I think that's it, man. Thank you. We'll go to the next stop. The Louisiana Sugarcane News Podcast is brought to you by the American Sugarcane League. I'm your host, Sam Irwin. Thank you for listening. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane. Sweetness of our southern dreams. Southern dreams Sugar cane